0: In this podcast, I'm going to be debunking. Whenever I hear the word debunking, I think back to this time. I think it was when I was in like Boy Scouts or Young Life when they pulled us out of our bunk beds and that was a debunking. So that's a little bit of a visualization to go with that word. Actually, that would be a good visualization for anybody who's Learning English as a second language. Silly self help tactic is going to be mostly debunked here, and it is positive affirmations. But first of all, I wanted to respond to a YouTube comment that came from a Mr. T, someone who I suspect is on the other side of the philosophical spectrum from me. He responded, as did a couple of other people with similar sentiments, yet not quite as complete grammar. He responded to my recent video review of Waking Up by Sam Harris, which is debatably the most politically incorrect video that I've done on my channel up to this point. Here's what Mr. T had to say. I wouldn't call Sam Harris an intellectual, Lulled. Uh Google his email chat with Chomsky, an actual intellectual, and learn some about his less desirable attributes. Example, Islamophobia and opinions on war. That said, I did read this book, and it was extremely interesting referring to Waking Up. Think you should reference the misogynistic pickup artist community less. Your credibility goes down with each reference. We'll let you off for Anne Rind. Did I mention Anne Rind in this video? So I really do not want to get drawn into the whole Islamophobia geopolitical debate. I will leave that to to, uh, bolder, perhaps braver podcasters like... Sam Harris, I would contend that anyone who has six books published, that we can call them an intellectual. And there's definitely some areas that I disagree with him. Like I disagree with anybody that that puts out opinions for a living. I'm sure there's email chats. I'm sure there's there's plenty of embarrassing little things that, that he's written and thing like like any of us things that we it, it, that if if they came into the public light they wouldn't reflect really well on us however I'll highlight the middle sentence of your comment here which was that said I did read the book and it was extremely interesting okay so good for you you overcame some of your uh, personal political biases against this author. And you read his, his pretty excellent book on personal development, which was Waking Up. And I, I assume that you found it beneficial. So I'll suggest to you here that your, your takeaway from, from your own experience is that you can benefit from learning from people that you disagree with and there's this this kind of like black and white fractionationing there's this um, increasing uh, there's this increasing uh, ideological intellectual war in between right and left sides of the political spectrum and i think that there's i think there's quite a bit of personal development to be had by looking at the, by looking at the material of people, by, by looking at some of the material that's produced by people that are on the other side of that divide. For example, there was a recent geopolitical event that I was really curious about. So I watched a documentary by Al Jazeera on it, followed by a documentary by Russia Today on it, followed by the... Vice News documentary on it, and I think I ended up with a whole lot more uh, nuanced view of it. See, so you also mentioned here, you should reference the misogynistic pickup community less. Okay, I'll apply the logic uh, to this statement as well, which is that some people, mostly men, most mostly mostly men are opposed to the pickup community, the the pickup artists. I've, I've I'm trying to think in my either online directly or in my personal life if I've ever heard a woman complain about pickup artists. And I've certainly heard blog articles from like hysterical people that are that are putting it down that are women. But as far as like real life women, I I I can really can't think of any real life woman that was really that bothered by men who were trying to be more attractive. So in this instance, I'll just say, you know, if you get some personal development benefit from my work, then, you know, just overlook, ignore, uh, click next if I'm talking about something that does bother you and I just get so many people that contact me that are into pickup and they see a lot of overlap in between pickup and biohacking and the, the uh, real critical, uh, the real critical personal development philosophy that I espouse. And finally you mentioned Anne Rind. The only thing that I can say about Anne Rind is read one of her books as opposed to, Making assumptions about her based upon what you've heard a bunch of other people say. Try try reading um, Atlas Shrugged is is the best one, and that's what everyone recommends. And if anything, it's so long that when you finish it, you'll be impressed with yourself that you finished. A, it'll it'll really be an accomplishment that you finished a book that long. So thanks thanks for the thanks for putting into more complete grammar and more complete thoughts, some of, the, some of the, the rants, and I think a little bit of the outrage that I caught as a result of me covering a, a book on a topic of, uh, largely of atheism. Switching gears, I'll address positive affirmations. People actually email me about positive affirmations from time to time. I don't, I definitely don't get as many questions about it as I do biohacking questions, but I, I hear from people about it from time to time. People, people really do believe in this. So I wanted to address it here. So remember when your mom slash support group leader slash therapist slash super confident self-help guru slash the secret told you that you should practice doing positive self-affirmations to make you better at that one thing you suck at. Well, it turns out that doesn't actually work. A 2009 study by the University of Waterloo has actually demonstrated scientifically that positive self-affirmations do very little good and may actually be hurting your mood. Have you ever found yourself repeating these types of messages in your head? I'm an attractive person. I am relaxed and manage my stress. I am in control of my finances and career. I'm a good student. I'm a good wife. I'm a good husband. I'm a good employee. I'm a good lover. I have healthy, respectful relationships, or do you repost or reshare positive message, photo memes on Facebook or social media? What the Canadian study found was that unless you have high self-esteem already about the area of your life you are mentally affirming, doing self-affirmations actually puts you in a negative mood. I'll say that one more time because it's important. What the study confirmed was that unless you have high self-esteem already about the areas of your life that you're mentally affirming, doing self-affirmations actually puts you in a negative mood, which makes sense because your your logical faculty knows these affirmations aren't really true. You're essentially lying to yourself and uh, lying is morally reprehensible. So a positive yet false affirmations will upset your conscience. Also, it's kind of just gets you in a, a pattern of like bullshitting yourself. Okay, actionable. The study found that if you have high self-esteem in the areas of affirmations, which I assume means that they're actually true, unless you are particularly adept at self-delusion. They do improve your mood marginally. So positive self-affirmations do work if you already feel confident about what is being affirmed. And if you don't feel confident about it, then it it achieves a, a negative effect. Motivational photo memes. The absurd popularity of motivational photo memes on social media is surely a reflection of positive self-help pop culture. People posting these simplistic memes are doing so because they want to be perceived as positive, confident people. So in the light of the Canadian study, in addition to simply being a waste of of time and bytes posting positive photo memes may actually be hurting your mood. That would be an interesting study to run. How would you run that? that, That won't be too hard of a study. Okay, clinical psychologists have long been critical of the positive self-help movement. The conclusion the study reached was that positive self-affirmations may hurt those who need them the most and use them out of a place of desperation. Always nice to see common sense prevailing in the murky and sometimes uncertain world of psychology. Here's the study, positive self-statements, power for some, peril for others. Okay, from the abstract, positive self-statements are widely believed to boost mood and self-esteem, yet their effectiveness has not been demonstrated. We examined the contrary prediction that positive self-statements can be Ineffective or even harmful. A survey study affirmed that people often use positive self statements and believe them to be effective. Two experiments showed that among participants with low self esteem, those who repeated a positive self statement, I'm a lovable person, or who focused on how that statement was true, felt worse than those who did not repeat the statement or who focused on how it was both true and not true. Among participants with high self-esteem, those who repeated the statement or focused on how it was true felt better than those who did not, but to a limited degree. Repeating positive self-statements may benefit certain people, but backfire for the very people who need them the most. It's an interesting counterintuitive finding isn't it so some people are saying okay well, pff, this is freaking great news and uh, they're they're saying you know hey i've been doing self affirmations and they do actually make me feel better my own subjective experience is somewhat contradictory to this but you know what am i what am i supposed to do if positive self affirmations aren't working well there's the more mainstream self-help advice that you're familiar with which would be things like well get out of your comfort zone to build confidence and build self-esteem or you should exercise more build skills etc you know live the the the, live the lifestyle those that that sort of advice my advice would be to just take drugs just kidding (laughs) i have just kidding Obviously I'm a huge fan of smart drugs as a tool for providing that initial bit of motivation that a lot of people that are kind of in a negative pattern need to break out of their comfort zone and start to establish some some baseline some baseline self Esteem what I would suggest is that people focus more on Physiological life hacks for self-esteem and that they focus more on habituating things like their body language to maintain their self-esteem and I think that's something that is uh, more it's a whole lot more scientifically efficacious and it's actually going to be more effective in the long term and then as you establish it's really just about building momentum and as you build more and more momentum you're not going to need things like self-esteem however i am willing to accept that positive self-affirmations have a little bit of the same effect as say when people become vegans that they for the for, for the first time in their life maybe they are being really conscious about their internal voice they're being really conscious about their internal train of thought and as a result they start to feel a whole lot better because for the first time they're being a little bit more self-directed and they aren't just wallowing in negativity. However, I think this is a strategy that is going to have a pretty short-term positive effect. And the Canadian study would agree with me. Legal notices. If you or someone you know developed or created a concept, piece of content or idea shared on this show, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com so we can mention them in the show notes or provide a backlink. We want to give credit where credit is due. As a listener to the Limitless Mindset podcast, we hope you have and practice common sense. However, since some of the content covered in this show deals with subjects of a health, legal, or business nature, this show is for entertainment purposes. If you need recommendations of doctors, nutritionists, or attorneys to consult before making decisions that may have health or legal repercussions, please email us at info at limitlessmindset.com.